Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. This is the voice of the Cape broadcasting to you on 100.4 FM stereo, 95.8 in the Boerland, 90.7 and 90.9 out on the two oceans. And as you heard, there's quite a few things happening in the news today. So do stay tuned for the uh, a full news bulletin at 12 o'clock, inshallah. I'm your host, Sulayla Appleby, on the Voice of the Cape. And this is Morning Express. So, in studio today we have a gentleman named Uthman Solomons. Now, who is he? He's going to tell us all about himself in just a little while, uh, about how he followed uh, the call to Islam, alhamdulillah. And at around 11, we'll have Molina Ridwan Idris in studio. Now, he's the Public Relations Communications Officer. Yes, I know, quite a mouthful, but that's exactly what he does. Then we also have have um, Molina Sayed Imran Ziyayi and he's the principal at the Darulum branch here in Cape Town. They also have one in Pretoria. They're going to talk to us about uh, the the branch in uh, Pretoria and also the new branch that's taking place here at the Darulum in uh, Cape Town, inshallah. At 12 o'clock, as I said, we'll have the latest news for you and thereafter we're going to speak to Sheikh Muhammad Saleh Siris and he's going to talk to us about the importance of striking a balance between work, family and spirituality. But for now we'll take a short break. I'll be back with you right after that inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. If you have just joined us, I'm Sulayla Appleby and this is Morning Expresso. It is indeed a pleasure to be here with you. Alhamdulillah. Um, someone who has received the call to Islam is Uthman Solomons. Now, Uthman Solomons is a, a young gentleman in studio with us in this morning and he's going to be talking to us about all of the things that's been happening to him since the time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided his heart. Alhamdulillah. Uthman, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam and to and to all the VSC listeners. How are you doing today? Alhamdulillah, how are you? I'm good, alhamdulillah. I can't complain. Let's find out where you're from. Oh, I live in Atlantis. Oh, right. It's where I stay with my wife and kids. Okay. My mom, my brother. All oh, right. Um, do you know when when uh, someone says I live here and I have so many kids and I and I live with this and that it sounded so just so quick and easy but nothing in in, in life is just so quick and easy. Eh? No, it's not. No, it's not. Where did you grow up? Oh, I've always lived in Atlantis mm-hmm. and went to school the primary school from mm-hmm. grade what grade one to grade seven in grade what was it eight. When I went to high school, back then it was then at six. Okay. Then I moved to to Claremont first, stayed mm-hmm. a couple of months in Gugulethu with my aunt. Mm-hmm. But that's when I went to school in Athlone. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, what was it like to to live, uh, go from Claremont to Gugulethu to, to where? Well, from Atlantis to Claremont, the transition from Atlantis to this side. To yeah. was a bit hard at first, but... I've always been used to going to my aunt in Claremont, staying there. Okay, so and it wasn't a big wasn't change. Wasn't a big change. No, just going to school on this side was a b- was the major difference. All right. Yeah, moving. What was that like? Oh, it was different. It f- totally, it was. Uh, I've always been used to getting up, walking to school, but now I had to travel 
by taxi or by bus in order Ooh. to get to school from Clement because I went to school in Athlone at yeah. Dolman High. That's okay. where I started high school. Yeah. It was different and yeah, challenges you being from sort of not from this side yeah and yeah you're not sort of known to the ways of the youngsters yeah, yeah. and yeah so also it was a sort of know, you're not exactly exactly a city slicker yeah. <laughs> <No>, at <laughs> least not at the time <laughs> i'm sure you've learned much as you went along uh, you have to learn as you go yeah, along <laughs> I, th- I think uh, you know that was that's what life is all about mm. learning all the time mm. learning new things yeah and obviously be willing to learn new mm. things and one and willing to take in new things mm-hmm. now as you were growing up were there any muslims around oh not from where i was in atlantis yeah there was a few muslims at mm. the school predominantly christian school okay and yeah i led bible class in that but yeah. when i came to ethland to yeah. nidoman high yeah. we 90 to 95 percent of the pupils were muslim ah, yeah that's okay. Totally, that was the change. That's when I immediately noticed something was different, yeah. yeah. Because on E days, there was like a handful of kids of the Christians who were still at school. Yeah. And yeah. you can't do much <laughs> with a handful of people on the day. Yeah. So, yeah, that's when I noticed, okay, there's yeah. more Muslims at the school that I'm at right. now. Did, did whatever they did or say impact on you at all? That's where the interest started. Okay. into the religion of yeah. Islam, wanted to know more. Yeah. Friday afternoons, we would go for break at the time, and then yeah. after break, the class was like almost half or almost empty because some okay. of the guys went to mosque. Yeah. And yeah, as a, as a youngster, I wanted mm-hmm. to know, but where's the others gone to? Yeah, the what school? are they doing? Yeah, what <laughs> are they doing? Where have they gone to, and what do they go do where they're going to? Yeah. And at the school, for those who knows where Nidoman High is, the school is situated right next to a masjid. Okay. And yeah, you would hear the Adhan go off, and to me it was all new. All right. The teacher prat, and then you hear something goes off, and in your interest is more yeah, on, is that side. on that side, uh. and not just to focus on Did what's you going ask on. Anyone of them? Oh. Any of your friends? At the time, there uh, in the class was only the Christian guys there, and then okay. they mentioned, okay, but the guy went to my seat, and so uh, okay. Yeah. And I've always had then that interest to wanting to know. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was I was always a bit afraid to ask. Like, look, I want to go with you. Uh, uh, but I've, I've ne- did I've you ever get a chance to do no, that? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> Thank you much that would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been. But you were scared to go. I was scared to ask to go. Why? I don't, I don't know. Maybe I think maybe I, in my mind I thought that look because I'm not Muslim I would. Mm. N- not be allowed to leave class ah, and go to okay. the mosque yeah, with the other kids. Probably get into trouble probably with the teachers mm-hmm. or something. That's yeah. what I thought about. Yeah. Um, the first time somebody actually spoke to you about this 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 new uh, religion or that you have now come to know at the school, mm-hmm. what did they say to you? Well, I actually got to know it more in Google to where I lived because across the road it was something like a madrasa mm. where the kids would go to in the afternoons and I don't know maybe because it was still in a box at the time I would think but 
black Muslims in Google later, black Muslims. It uh. didn't make sense to me at the time. Yeah. But that's where I got I, 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 most of the exposure. Oh kids right. would, after school I would go home and then suddenly kids would rock up from all over the yeah. location coming to yeah. this specific house and then they'd spend some time there, obviously getting and the class classes, yeah. having something to eat afterwards yeah. and then go home. And then go home, but that's when I obviously know, okay, this oh. is my drasa class for them and those okay. things. Did, did, did any one of them tell you anything at that point? No, unfortunately no. there was Still a no. there was that language barrier at the oh, time, because okay. I lived in Atlantis, grew up there, Yeah. only be able to speak Afrikaans and somewhat English, Yeah. and, and unfortunately they speak Tosa, Isitosa uh. fluently, and yeah, yeah. I, there was that language barrier, always. Th- and you and never learned to speak the language? I try my best every day. <laughs> yeah, I would ask some of the guys who I work yeah. with, like, what is this school? How do I say that? Oh, and yeah, I just try and get the pronunciation oh. also. I okay. Mm. Yeah, but you're getting there. At least you're wanting to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we need to take a short break. Okay. When we come back, we'll continue, inshallah. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Good morning. Hello. Did you just join us? Well, you missed the introduction, but don't worry. Uthman Solomon has answered Allah's call to Islam and he's with us in studio chatting about his life and how he came to Islam. So at this point, what we do know is that he went to school at Nedoman and then he went to um, the school that had all of these Muslim people mm-hmm. and nobody told him anything about Islam. That must have been like a weird day. Eh? No, it sort of just made me more curious once ah, right. now. And yeah, as time went on, as years went on, I started yeah. to learn more about what Islam is about. And yeah, even at the st- at the madrasa where you were staying in Google Eto, the, the nobody talked to you about. No, I never went there. Yeah, uh, and you were staying with your aunt, and she didn't know much. No, unfortunately not. She's Christian. Yes, she didn't know much. So now, yeah. where did you so first come to know about this about our our deen? Well, as time goes on, you t- you learn more about the religions, and yeah. how obviously me wanting to know more about Islam, I found out okay, it's the religion of Islam that's being practiced, and mm. the stuff they do like the f- saying the five daily prayers yeah. and those type of things yeah. became more more it just made made it more interesting for oh me right. wanting to learn more yeah and yeah i suppose as time goes on I did you read a lot read up on it yes, yes. i still do oh always good go alhamdulillah must always be the student eh? yeah yeah I always go on the internet trying to see what i can find oh right. and yeah, yeah. the uh, uh, information is Readily accessible. It's available nowadays. It's easily accessible. It's easily accessible and there's no excuse for not knowing. Absolutely. Yeah, yes, you obviously don't can't know everything in Mm. one day, Mm. but you take it day by day. I think all of us um, have that. Um, For me, I learn new things every single day. And that's a wonderful thing, alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can still open your mind, expand your mind expand to take in more and more all the time. True. So when did you now realize, listen, I now know enough, I want to do something about this? I can tell you what I 
did not know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that well, sounds more interesting. Okay, I've, yeah. I've always in the back of my mind, growing up as a Christian, yeah, going to the Roman Catholic Church, being involved in church from yeah. altar server to Sunday school to a group in church calling the Charismatic, because I've always had this yearning inside of me to so sort of show more gratitude to my maker okay. as to for all the things he does yes, for me, being absolutely. able to get up in the morning, having food to eat when breathing. I do get up, breathing air, being able to assist others, those type of things. And honestly, to me, being the person that I was, all of these things that I've been involved in just was never enough. I okay. always felt that I needed to do more. So yeah, I went to, to be, in my opinion, just going to church every mm. Sunday and thanking your maker for another week or asking yeah. for another week to carry you through. It's just not enough. Mm. It was never enough for me. Okay. Which is why I always got involved in more things at church yeah. and also that didn't satisfy that need. And how I knew then that okay, the, the religion of Islam has the five daily prayers. I think I know that the five daily prayers used to be a lot more but yeah. the minimum we can do is the five mm. and yeah to me i thought okay this is probably a good way for me of showing my gratitude mm. and giving thanks to my maker mm. for everything it does in my life yeah, mm. that's m was more the motivation okay. behind everything yeah. else to be able to thank your creator in the proper way in the proper way yeah yes and how did that come about I then knew in the back of my mind that I've got no problem with following the deen of Islam or going into the, the religion okay. of Islam. At this point, did you actually speak to anybody or was it just, just, just you and Allah guiding you to just this point? Just me at this point. Alhamdulillah. Still just me and Allah, Allah's okay. guidance. Yes. In the family, obviously, I knew I couldn't speak to anyone because the yeah, whole question... They're not going to understand. Not going to understand. Yes. And yeah, then I met my wife oh okay now we get it then i met my wife and yes. she, she was muslim she yeah. always grown up to be muslim yeah. she, i've always seen her just from seeing her around okay. in our area where we live yeah. stay and then i felt and she felt that look we really wanted to get married at the time mm. and yes alhamdulillah we managed to do so okay. but yes there was lots of sort of hurdles to overcome yeah. so at, at the time that you got married did you have you uh, did you at that point embrace already yes okay yes i had yeah, but you must have skipped both man okay. we want to okay. know all the nitty-gritty okay. stuff you've got to <laughs> tell us these things okay so I, you know i'm particularly interested in that day when you said okay this is it this is the day where i answer allah's call Okay. For me to accept Islam. Okay, let's just retract then. All right. <laughs> so rewind a rewind bit. Rewind a bit. <laughs> okay, so I met my wife and we both felt that, look, we wanted to be together. Yeah. And yeah, she had to go get to her parents who sort mm. of get the permission. Yeah. And then... Were they happy about you? <laughs> they weren't opposing it okay. as much as my parents did. Oh, okay. Because okay? with my mom and dad me coming from a Christian home to them yeah. the religion of Islam was just not for them mm. I don't know I think it's more because they don't understand they didn't understand yeah. and yeah so it was difficult it was so bad that my mom even didn't go to my wedding at the day oh, and yeah that must have been very sad it was, it was yeah. 
and my dad also didn't go. My okay. brother stood as witness for me on that day. Okay. But Alhamdulillah, we got married, and yes, after that, but uh, yeah, to a year and a half, yeah. still battling to. Get, get my mom it. to accept mm. the fact that mm. I'm not Muslim and yeah. Shame, that must have hurt a lot. Did. Because your mom is not, not with you. Not with me. And wasn't with you on the happiest day of your life. Mm-hmm. She's not around. Yeah. So about a year and a half after even we started to go of sort of patch everything up mm. and mm. work from there. Yeah. But I said my Sahara one what was it on the day before we got married. Okay. It was on the ninth of December mm-hmm. two thousand six because we got married on the tenth. Okay. And yeah, it was a bit What did that On the happiest like? day of my life it yeah. was also the, the s- one of the saddest day. days that I've experienced because my parents wasn't there. Yeah. And remember by this time you must know know by this time the whole family was sort of ah he's turning Muslim, he's embracing Islam, we uh, all Christian and yeah. all those things. So I didn't really have the family support at the oh. time. But they weren't very happy with not you. at all. But you I want to know about you. Were you happy? I was. Okay, besides the sad part. Uh-huh. No, what I did really what was. did it feel like yeah? Inside you it's to know that you're finally answering the call. Scared. Oh, why? Yeah. Because, firstly, at that time, even though I've sort of tried to gain together as much of information about yeah. the religion of Islam yeah. as possible, yeah. I didn't know a lot. Okay. And in my mind, it was look. I had to know a lot before I actually answered the call, mm. Allah's call to embrace Islam. Mm. And it doesn't work that way. In mm. fact, I, I now know it doesn't work that way. Mm. I still have time. I obviously after that had time yeah. to learn more. Yeah. I don't know a lot yet. I don't yeah. know everything yet. Okay. But yeah, at that point, at that specific point in time, on the day of our wedding, I was very nervous. Okay. Because now I always, in my mind, I was thought, what went through my mind is that He's now Muslim. So yeah. this, is what, this is what I thought people who think he's now Muslim. And you don't know what to do, when mm. to do. For example, mm. saying your prayers. Yes. You don't know what to do, when, when mm. to do, and how to do some things. Yeah. And all of these things sort of, yeah, just... Did you, did you know now that those are not the, the absolute important things, but being right inside that that was more important that Allah doesn't place burdens on us but that he wants you to get to know who he is Mm -hmm. do the things that you need to do because you love him because you love him and then he obviously just makes everything easier for you didn't you find that yes (laughs) Yes, isn't it amazing I think for us to be Muslim is a great privilege it's a great honor, alhamdulillah, that Allah has chosen me and you and the rest of the Muslim ummah to, to bear witness that mm-hmm. Allah is the one, that the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu is his so messenger, you know? And it doesn't matter where you go in the world, if you're a Muslim, that person that you're going to speak to is also a Muslim, mm-hmm. identifies with everything. with everything. Isn't that amazing? It is. We can be in different <laughs> countries around the speak world. Speak different languages at your start. Isn't that wonderful? It is. I'm constantly amazed by that, alhamdulillah. That uh, even though Allah is it, that, that Islam is in China, you know, it says that uh, there's a hadith that says you must seek knowledge to from uh, uh, even if it is in China. Mm-hmm. And there's so many millions of Muslims in China, it's unbelievable. 
You should read up on the, yeah. on the, on the history of the, the Chinese people the when they're in charge. Yeah, right. Now, leave, leave the Chinese people where <laughs> they are, because we're talking about you. Okay. So, now I just, I just want to know nothing. The first time, I actually want to get to that day when you, when you made your survival the first time. When you could stand there and control consciousness to you. you stand there and know that you are, that you are facing your fears. Yeah, that awareness obviously also takes you to the You feel yourself when you don't make the same what you want to do. Yeah, being fully conscious of your fears because you're standing in front of you. And it was an over overwhelming feeling. Mm. Yeah, as a Christian, we grow up and we pray, but mm. is it, yes, it was different, definitely. Because you don't pray in the same manner that you use to pray. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was totally different. And you feel good? A very good feeling. <laughs> a very good feeling. Okay. Yeah, mm. and yeah, that first the worst yeah. was a great feeling. Yeah. Embrace Islam at the age of what, 24? Mm -hmm. To them, they know you, Denny, and yeah, they don't know about they don't anything, know else. About anything yeah. else. And yes, if that's always my dua to be able to set a good example yeah. for them. Was Arabic a bit difficult for you at the beginning? Yes, foreign, very foreign. <laughs> <Pardon. laughs> and yeah, yeah, luckily, I still go to my wife and ask her for uh, guidance. Ask yeah, her for but you, you think you have the hang of it a little bit better now after four years? A little better, yeah, it's a yeah. lot better. Alhamdulillah. It's a lot better than 
four years ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know that Arabic is not our mother tongue. Any one of us here in Cape Town, I don't think we grow up learning Arabic, but mm-hmm. um, it is a bit easier if you grew up with it. Yes. As opposed to now having to, mm-hmm. you know, getting to know know it and, and, and learning mm-hmm. it, alhamdulillah. Um, Uthman, we need to go pay the bills. Okay. And we'll be back after that, okay. inshallah. The Islamic Coordinating Council, ICC, wishes to extend the advisory to all our Muslim brothers and sisters. Uthman Solomons is my uh, guest and he's talking to us about his life and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has called him to Islam and he has answered that call alhamdulillah and so for the last four years this has been his life Uthman can I ask you this what for you is the best thing about being a Muslim man well being a Muslim man yes Okay, being Muslim first and foremost, ah, one of the pillars of Islam, one of them which is important is saying the prayers. To me that was the one thing that attracted me most to Islam okay. and one thing that is always the most important thing for me. Being able to say my prayers and now even because it's the month of Ramadan, being able to do it, yeah. being more conscious yeah. of, of, of the Creator of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and believing that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa is, is his messenger and following his example those are in the nutshell the things that's, that, that I'm grateful for Alhamdulillah and so as, as uh, now you are a Muslim man um, a husband mm-hmm. a father you're a son you might be a brother mm-hmm. cousin mm-hmm. Uh, all of those things but most of all you're a Muslim man yes. and that feels good eh? it does yeah, alhamdulillah <laughs> if, if people talk to you now who don't understand Islam what do you tell them? Uh, these people is always curious also okay about so they ask you stuff? yes all right. how did I how, how did I find the tra- Transition. Transition, is that the yes. word I can use? Yes. How did I find the transition from being Christian to now being Muslim? Yeah. And, well, it's not always easy. And okay. But Allah makes it easy for you. Alright. Okay, so... When you ask. When you ask. Yeah. Mm. And even then sometimes, even if you don't ask. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> 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 Allah knows us so well. Alhamdulillah. Mm. Yes, yeah, so... Allow yourself... That's what I did. I allowed myself to be guided by Allah and accepted His guidance. Mm. And yeah, what what I that's the only thing that I could do as from my from my past, from mm. my side, from my point of view, just accepting, being willing to learn to accept yes. Him yes. as your guidance. Alhamdulillah. Um, my sound engineer, technician lady, Abida, wanted to know what your relationship is like now after four years with your mom and dad and your family. It's a lot better, alhamdulillah. Ah, alhamdulillah. Yeah. Do they understand Thanks your need to, uh, to, to do this, to have done this? Yes, they do. Okay. And it's a lot better now. Mm, my mom, is, I know, has accepted. Mm. The rest of the family also has. Mm. From 
four years ago up until now it's been amazing it's, it's just a lot better okay after they've come to understand yeah. why i've done it okay and those things do they do they come to your home and also yes. see you in action as a muslim man yes of course in yeah. fact my wife and i now live with my mom okay and yeah, yeah. Four years ago, I would have never thought that that would be the case. It would have been possible. But it is, or it would yeah. even be possible, but it is the case today. And yes, and alhamdulillah, really everything yeah. has turned out for the better okay. with my grandmother, my yeah. cousins, the rest of the family. Yeah. They, they've accepted. Okay. And, that's and they understand. And they understand. All right. So if, if one talks about um, changes, uh, that have taken place in one's life. This is one major change. One major change in my yeah. life, yes. Yeah. Definitely. The change from growing up and going to school in Atlantis to coming to going to school in Ethnol in the Dominic yeah. was minute compared to the change that I've gone through now. Oh, yeah. And it feels good? Feels much better. This is <laughs> where I believe I should be in life. This I know this is was my always been my calling. And yeah, from the day where I've always had the feeling of wanting to thank my creator more mm-hmm. and always wanting to be more conscious of him in my daily being. Yes. And from then to now, I've got that now. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's really... And, and, it, and it makes uh, you more fulfilled. Yes. Yeah. That's the word I would say. <laughs> you more fulfilled. Yes, alhamdulillah. Yes. And and as as a as a human being, mm-hmm. as a man, as a man, as a Muslim and man, as a Muslim man, you are now whole, mm-hmm. whole as in, you know, not not uh, as in broken and fixed. No, 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 not that whole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as in whole. Alhamdulillah. I um I have one or two more questions, and thereafter we need to conclude the program okay. in just a little while. But we just first need to obey some bills, okay. and we'll be back after that, inshallah. You don't have to travel the world to find the finest Eastern Islamic wear. Come to Savant's Creations for menswear, ladies' wear, and even something for the kids. From India to Egypt, Malaysia to Saudi Arabia, Savant's Creations has it all. Why not visit our bookstore for a comprehensive range of Qurans, Islamic literature, and musallas? Uthman Solomon, my guest on who's answered Allah's call to Islam, alhamdulillah. And uh, I think now to just conclude our program, Uthman, let's just talk about seeing that we are in the month of Ramadan. Talk about what your first Ramadan was like. Yes, before Ramadan started, obviously, I prepared myself mentally for it. Okay. Try to be as much as prepared as possible. And yeah, obviously with my wife guiding me also yeah. and knowing from going to mosque, to Jumu'ah and khutbah, yeah. listening to other people gaining some knowledge. Okay, so I prepared myself mentally for it. Okay. And then, yeah. When it finally happened, when it first fin- day? First day, in all honesty, it was hard. <laughs> I'm sure. But that's the whole point. I, d- I think people think that it's supposed to, to be, be easy. easy. It's not the case. It's not supposed to be easy. Fasting is hard. Yeah. Because as a human being, you uh, you eat every yeah, day. Yeah, you eat daily. To sustain yourself. Mm-hmm. When your throat goes dry, you try to... You drink some yeah, water you or something. Your yes. And yeah, on that first day, it was very difficult. Uh-huh. And yeah, but knowing that... Uh, 
I've at least had something to eat in the morning. Oh. There's others who went to bed with a hungry coming the night before. So woke up with that hungry woke up with that hungry coming. Didn't have anything yet. So yeah, that to me sort of uh, look. If others can go through it for days and weeks on end, yeah. I'm not gonna die of not having yeah. that glass of water in this day. So yeah, it, 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 yeah, I must say it must it gets better day after day, mm. Ramadan after Ramadan. Yeah, just gets better, easier. Yeah, yeah. Because Allah makes it easier for one yeah. to cope, to carry on, to carry on, uh, to move past the hunger pangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they do come. They do come, but now you yeah. just brush them off ignore yeah. them and you go yeah. on in the day and do something quickly. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot easier now. Yeah. Does it make um, sense to you now that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala puts us through this to bring us closer to Him? Yes, definitely. Because now you, are, I'm. A lot more conscious of him mm. in whatever I do, okay. in my daily being. Yes, being a human being, I'm a lot more conscious of him. Alhamdulillah. And yeah, I think that's probably for me the most important thing to be constantly conscious of him and do the best. Do the best I can. As a Muslim man, <laughs> yes. I like to say that. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. All right, Muslim man, tell me what you would tell me. If I know nothing, absolutely nothing about Islam, but I'm your friend and I want to mm-hmm. know more why you chose. Okay. Tell me why. Well, first and foremost, Islam is in everybody's hearts. It doesn't matter which religion you practice at the moment, what you've practiced before, but Islam is written in our hearts. And yeah, it might become clearer to you when you've got that yearning to be, to wa- wanting to be able to be more conscious of your creator, wanting to show more gratitude to him instead of just waiting for the next Sunday to get to church and mm. then do it there. That sort of should also be like... An incentive? Yeah, you should sort of realize also then, okay, uh, there's, there's something more. And yeah. yeah, there's always something more to us as human beings. And being able to have this creator who's created all of us, being yeah. able to thank him for what he does in oh, our lives, yeah. that should really be the motivation. And yeah, if you decide to embrace Islam, do it because you want to do it for the creator, okay. not because of people forcing you, putting you, you, pressurizing you yeah. into doing it, because at the end of the day, you need to do it because you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in order to do it. Well, I think that's the best advice I've heard in a long time. At the end of the day, uh, do do it because you want to get to know Allah. Yes. Do it because you love Allah. Mm-hmm. And do it because you are grateful to Because you're grateful. Yes. Alhamdulillah. Uthman Solomon, it has been an absolute pleasure having you here. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. You're most welcome. And I have enjoyed listening to your your story about how you answered Allah's call to Islam. Alhamdulillah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you khair and barakah in your sure. life. And also um, 
You know, it, we all have hopes and dreams and aspirations and things that we look forward to, goals that we mm-hmm. aspire to. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you that, yeah, inshallah, inshallah, and more. Alhamdulillah. Just remember that even though Allah knows what is in our hearts, mm-hmm. it is for you to humble, to yourself. humble yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And never forget that if you're making salah and also always by when you are by yourself, of course, in your last sujood, the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said that, uh, that one's du'as is accepted in that last sujood mm-hmm. because you are at your most humble. With your forehead on the ground, the ground. you are at your most humble. So ask and Allah will most surely grant you. Jazakallah for coming and being here. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be with you at all times and always keep you on this road to Islam. Alhamdulillah. Okay. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. And shukran for having me. It has been my pleasure. Alhamdulillah. Keep well, inshallah. That was Uthman Solomon. And he came to talk to us about how he answered Allah's call to Islam. Alhamdulillah.